Why do we love? Think about it. Don't just start yappity yappity, blah blah blah, spewing something that Oprah Winfrey told you about. Or what's the other girl you say? Hi, lady. Barbara Walters. I'm really aging myself. Or YouTuber influencers. Come on, really think about it. If you're driving, think about it. If you're sitting on the toilet, think about it. Shout out to Memory Bartlett in Costa Mesa, favorite baby's mama. She is a hardcore podcaster. She listens to Tim Pool podcast in the shower, on the toilet, in the car. I'm telling you, that's dedication. We need more loyal Americans like that. Wait, was that a compliment? That guy. No, really, I do some of my most, like some of my most deep, provoking thinking when I'm alone, and most of the time when I'm alone, I'm either riding my motorcycle, in the shower, or on the throne, the porcelain throne. And today, I, I kind of did all three. So the question is compelling. And therefore, and henceforth and forthwith, consequently, I say to thee, why do we love? I just can't get it out of my mind. I text Happy Jesus. That's my man, uh, Anthony from San Diego. He did a podcast with Nettie, a.k.a. Enyasa on stereo about a month ago. Took a road trip to Louisiana. You guys gotta listen to that podcast. Just look back a couple of episodes. It's worth listening to. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, I can't. I can't. Uh, I can't get that question out of my head. I talked to Pete Ski in New York just a little while ago. He had an interesting take. Spoke with uh, Smoke Break Two One Five. Just. Ask Google to look her up on social media and smoke like 215. Pretty big deal. I'm name throwing here. Is that what it's called? Not name throwing. What's it called? You're name dropping. <laughs> name throwing. Sounds like I'm going to hurt someone in a minute, poke someone in the eye. I, I think to myself, when I speak to my stereo uh, social media friends, you, you know, when I think about what Alan Watts has to say or what Christianity has to say or what you and your mama has to say it's never the right answer never the same answer I mean I get up in the morning and I see this hot very attractive woman next to me I'm going to think my goodness how expensive is this going to be for the rest of the day in other words once I get over the part of how cute she looks and the outfit she's getting in, and once I get over the part that she looked a whole lot more cuter than me, with all the makeup and the accessories and the enhancers, and then once I realize we're eating and we're face-to-face and there's no conversation worth having, and I'm daydreaming about all my bromances, meaning all the intellectually enticing moments of adventure I could have with the homies, whether we're riding motorcycles or playing poker and drinking and complaining about <laughs> you guys. Or seeing the kids play. For example, it's 4th of July. I've been spending a lot of time with my kid. 
what I'm saying is it's as bad as this sounds, it's like all that love kind of just gushed right out of me in the morning. And now I'm depending on you to what fulfill me, impress me, love me back. I don't know. But but even even if even let's say it's true love, right? Ugly is any sexy. Let's say that looks doesn't matter. And if you guys know me, I have a, a fondness for <clears throat> baby's got back, that kind of a thing. All my boys know that song. <laughs> From like 14 to 32. Uh, quite a handful of them. Um, what does that say about me? Wow, that's terrible. It says that I should probably turn the statue of Jesus around. So you shouldn't hear this behind me. And I should probably bring my little chubby Buddha. I have a lot of Buddha pictures on my podcast. Bring them closer to me. They can relate. So PT had some interesting things to say about this. Uh, Dennis has shared some things about this. Happy Jesus. In other words, ladies and gentlemen, I've done my research for you. Why? Why? So have you have you thought of an answer for yourself? Can you justify that answer to to almost anyone? Your answer is probably going to be like, I don't need to justify it to anybody, and this is what it means to me. And maybe that's true, but for me, I keep thinking, if I have to love someone, and it doesn't matter what they look like, it, it's probably because of how they make me feel. Sure, I'm into big, and a woman having a with them. But when it came down to the, am I really going to think that's all there is to it? I mean, I, I was married to one woman, and our child was dance. And I felt that as long as we could dance with each other and blow people away in competition, and performing, and building a business, and teaching others dance, I felt like that, that was me. But the world's bigger than just a job. And when you realize she's a nag and she's narcissistic as hell, you realize, you know, I'm moving on. It's not easy. I'm sure I had my role in it. I'm sure I was just as idiotic on, on certain things. But moving on, every relationship teaches you something. And so then I had another wife. And, you know, but she was as smart as a bag of hammers. And as I got older I realized oh my god is this what monogamy is about fit, fit, uh, fitting some checkbox that you look the way you should look as business owners of a dance studio as dancers you know you pair up well you compliment each other but but even now I get a stomach cramp thinking about all those years lost babysitting someone because you thought that's you're supposed to do as as the man in the room well, you swore before God that you were going to take care of her and and you're going to be married to her. And I'm like, well, I guess that's true. And then once again, you get older and realize, you know, life's, life's bigger than a religion. Someone on stereo said, who was very uh, enthusiastic about sharing his faith in his Christian religion. I think it was uh, Hodges, Hoggins. Oh, I wish I could remember. They're two really cool cats men in their 30s and we just started talking on stereo a couple weeks ago about four weeks ago maybe and he said I will take relationships I'm talking about relationships not religion I thought that was cool even though he was a religious person he still values relationships over religion that's what he wants to talk about 
and I might not be phrasing it the right way. But I, I started valuing relationships more ever since I had people to talk to. And I speak to with Smoke Break a lot. Smoke Break 215 a lot. And uh, I, I just call her Stereo Legend because that's what I know her, know her as on Stereo. And I speak with uh, Dennis a lot. And I speak with Pete from New York a lot. Pete's Keep Podcast. Once in a while, I talk to Anthony from... San Diego, I mean, it's really nice having these great adult conversations, but I'm not married to any of them. None of them. <laughs> so, so, so obviously that's not what I'm needing in a girlfriend, is it? I mean, I'm trying to understand, not, I understand the value of why, why we get so much out of loving someone and them loving us back. I'm not denying that. And, and we need to be happy as social creatures. Yes. And family and life and, and blah, 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 blah. I get it. I get it. I'm talking about why do we need to? Why does an alcoholic need to drink alcohol? He literally, biologically depends on it. See, I just explained to you why he needs to. Why do you love your son? Well, because I'm his father. So I'm, I must make sure my bloodline continues. And I get the reproduction machines going. Or I, I take pride in him because he looks just like me. That's kind of thing. Or I would say he's a good human being. His parents have raised him well. His family has raised him well. He has a lot of love in his life. He's a good kid. And that's why I love my son. I mean, whatever the reason is, do I need to love my son? Do I need to do anything? I can just hear smoke break right now. 215 yelling in my head. Oh, Jesus Christ, Leo. That's a stupid motherfucking question. Are you serious? Ask, ask me that right now. Why do you need to do anything then? Why do you need to take a shit? Why do you need to take a smoke? I know what you're saying. I, I know what you're saying. That's why I'm asking myself, why do we need to do anything, right? We choose to. We choose to. So, so, that, so now we get to the real meat on the bone. Why do I choose to love my wife? Why do I choose to love this person? And if I hear it's because they complete me, because I used to be a huge Jerry Maguire fan. I used to be a, a, a big subscriber that when you marry someone or when you dance with someone, it's the same thing. And that one moment or in those 10 years or in that lifetime, you want to be, you want to need this person so much in that moment that you want to inhale them. Like Smoke Break says, you want to go ballistically nuts if you see them with another person. Like you just, if you break up, you love that person so much and you are so crazy about them and vice versa. I just can't stand to see them with another person. And she was referencing that to some lyrics in the song, expressing that's the kind of love that she finds worthy. And I think for a life. And I'm thinking, wow, that sounds romantic. And, and I don't know if I would recommend that. I had that once or twice, perhaps thrice. <laughs> And I'm not saying it wasn't worth it. And I'm not saying I won't do it again. But I'm saying, do you really want that? Do you want it? Huey Lewis has a song, big in the 80s, I want a new drug. One that won't spill. One that won't cost too much or come in a pill. I want a new drug. One that won't make, it, one that won't make me sick. Make me throw up all night. Or, you know... I'm, or, make me feel weak I mean the lyrics can go on and on one that won't make me feel nervous uh, wondering what to do one that makes me feel just like the way I, I'm in love with you I mean I, I, I regardless of what Smoke Break says I do pay attention to lyrics but I don't need to anymore 
lyrics and music are like affirmations or reminders of how we want to feel. And yet I feel like I want to feel most of the time. That's what happens when you get old. You, you run through all the cycles, you go through all the religions, you go through all the motivational speeches, you go through all the seminars, you go all through your life experiences. I've been divorced more times than I want to tell you, realistically, and I've had more heartaches and been in love consequently more than I want to confess. And I embrace it all, but then I ask myself, now that I'm just a socially happy guy and I'm being a dad for, for full time in the summer because it's kind of awesome to smoke Frank's advice and, and against my better judgment, I'm chauffeuring my son to his basketball games and it's fucking awesome. Get to see how this little guy's turning into a man. 14, quite, quite a critical age and I wasn't aware of it, so maybe I should do a show on that. But, I mean... Do I want to be in a... I don't, I don't think so. I told her I don't think you want that. I don't want that anymore. I mean, I've had it and it's hard to get away from something like that. It's, it's uh, a motorcyclist called people that drive cars cagers because you guys are in a cage. And mentally speaking, you can only adapt to what you see out of those windows like a video game. And life isn't a video game when you drive on the highway because when you're on a motorcycle, you guys are right next to us and it's just metal and you on the other side and me it's just flesh and boots and jeans and I'm hoping you're paying attention <laughs> but that's the thrill of it right that's, that's, in order to look cool like Tom Cruise while the airplane's flying over your head and you're riding on the 405 northbound from a cruise sunsetting it feels awesome man you can do it during the summertime so if you don't see me it's because I'm on my motorcycle or I'm with my son most of his games he plays for three effing teams Pete he said Leah why, why aren't you on, on stereo that much anymore and Smoke Punk said Leah I haven't seen you I, I, guys I've been so busy in Costa Mesa where the weather is so nice compared to the Inland Empire or Hacienda Heights where it's so hot and I, gas is so expensive and I'm spending all my time driving my kid to three different team schedules can you believe it the kid's just finishing his 8th grade summer hasn't started high school yet and he's playing for uh two minutes at a time uh in the first half or towards the four minutes towards the uh second half in a varsity team because the varsity team sucks so bad they need help they need breaks so this gives him exposure of how to play with the bigger boys and build camaraderie and have a nice resume because he's also getting a ton of playing time on two other teams the jv team as well as the freshman and sophomore team. The kid's 14. This is the best time in his life. It's that Lean On Me, <clears throat> see that Lean On Me movie experience where you're bonding with other dudes. And I, rem- I remember those years and I'm getting to see that. And I guess when a big, tall, black, beautiful woman like Smoke Break tells you, God damn it, don't be a stupid motherfucker. The coach says go over there. You just get your ass over there. And I'm like, Jesus, when she says that it, it's scary, I better pay attention. <laughs> when his mama says it, you know, we're two analytical, logical people and we don't want to disrespect each other, so we, we play the, the nice way. Well, I think some people call it the loving language. <laughs> Being courteous and respectful to a man, especially an old school dude like me, because I don't want to, I, I, I'm. <laughs> I don't want to just walk away, which I do. I just gotta. But I don't. It doesn't matter who you are, as long as I ain't going to jail. I don't care who you are. If you say something, and I realize we're not gonna click because I feel you 
intellectually inferior and you're a waste of my time, I'm just going to turn around and start walking. I don't care if it's in the middle of a date. I've done this. I've literally been in the middle of dinner rides. I've looked at this person and I thought, wow, why, why did I think she was not as smart as a bag of hammers? And still worthy. I mean, she, wow, she's beautiful. She's attractive. Look at her. I'm going to finish this steak. And when I finish the steak, I'm going to go to the bathroom. I'm going to walk out of the restaurant and walk home. Give <laughs> an Uber. Oh, man. I just, I, I just, I go ballistic. I, when I don't, PT and I were saying how, you know, we, we feel like we can't waste time. We, we don't, we can't afford it. I always say don't murder time. Seconds you can't get back. I sell time for a living. If you book me for two hours, I'm going to dance with you for two hours at your wedding or at your dance party. Or, you know, if you book me for, for a private lesson, it's 60 minutes. I, and I, I'm all about time. I'm rarely late to anything. And I like starting things on time. But when I'm on social time, if I'm on a motorcycle ride or at the beach or on a podcast, there's no time. This, as long as the tape can run, as long as we got time, let's do it. There's a time and place for everything. But why, why, I don't want to get up in the morning, regardless of how this human being looks and say, I can't live life without you. It feels there's something about me that's weak and I need to depend on some drug or some love or some chemical effect you give me because of how good you look in heels and in a bra or how good you look on the dance floor or how much you make me laugh when you have those big breasts while you're eating and they're bouncing off your, your tummy. Whatever whatever funky thing you have with this person, you know, does it does it ever come to a point where it sounds like it's a dependency? Making your life contingent on their happiness before you can be happy because if mom was not happy, you're not happy. That's always worried me because mom was like that. No matter how much you loved mom growing up as a kid, if that bitch was angry, you're going to have a miserable day. You shouldn't talk about mom like that, okay? I shouldn't talk about mom like she's a female and I'm an outsider looking in and looking at how a woman will go off on a little dude and have an impact. I mean, you don't you don't see guys like that with each other. Like, the way guys hang out with each other, they're not feeling it. They're like, you know what, let me, let me get you back later. Like, okay, all good. We leave each other alone. But, as you can see, my wiener dogs don't agree with what I'm about to say. Think about it. Why do you love? Think about it. Does it make you weak? Did, did, can you get something from this person you can't get nowhere else? Now, don't get me wrong. I love women. I love them. Maybe too much. And I have different reasons for loving them, like family. But if my mom dies or my brother dies, I'm not going to kill myself or say my life's incomplete now. So there's got to be something going on that I'm either missing out on because I've gone through all my ups and downs. That being said, <clears throat> I gotta go to my 4th of July bruncheon with the girlfriend. <laughs> you son of a bitch! I know, I know. I'm gonna have this discussion with her. I'll let you guys know uh, what she says. Or will I? Oh, seriously, email me, LeoX3 me. You know what? You guys never fucking reach out. Screw you! But uh, you never know. Let me know. Why, why, why do you feel you need to love that significant other? I'm dying to know. My name is Mr. X. You could call me Leo. Happy 4th of July. Our veterans, thank you for your service. All those dudes that put your life on the line, thank you for your service. And all those brothers holding it down. Ballers!
Thank you for your service. Happy Fourth Dons. See ya. Thank you.